Great things are happening at Vineyard. Vineyard Community Church in downtown London, Kentucky at 220 West 5th Street. I'm going to do something just a little different than what I was planning. Uh, not a whole lot different, but just for this first service, so stick with me. Uh, we're talking about dreaming big. Let me get us started. We're talking about dreaming big in small spaces. This is the last of the service for that. Can you turn me up just a little bit, Chris? Um, we uh, and this is the last time for this, uh, the last of this series. But in this morning, if, um, I had a conversation, and I want to talk about something. Let's talk about dreaming big in small spaces. Is what we've been talking about. And we've talked about Elisha and the great things that he did with dreams, and how he accomplished his dreams, and what seemed to come to pass, and how he made that happen, and how in so many places, you know, he was in a small space, like he was he was hiding in, in one town, and there was a whole army uh, against him. Small space, but he was dreaming big, and he he accomplished beating that army uh, with, without taking a life, actually. And so lots of things about Elisha this, in this whole series has been Elisha, and we're going to finish that today, and I am going to get to that. But before we do, I'm just going to go off on, on to the left a little bit. Is that okay if I go left? If we turn left four times, we'll be right back where we were supposed to be. I don't know if you've ever done that. but um, And this is why. I was having a conversation this morning, and, and here's the thing. We talk about dreaming big, and I assume that you guys, and maybe this assumption is wrong, so stick with me, but I assume that you guys have big dreams too. And I think a lot of you do because you've had conversations with me about, I have big dreams, I want to accomplish this, I want to do this, I want to live through this, I want to make, make sure that my kids go here, I want this to be better for my, my family, I, I, I've always wanted to own this kind of a shop, or I've always wanted to, to make an impact on these kinds of people, and I don't say kinds of people, but people in these situations, I've always wanted to send people overseas. I've wanted to do this. And a lot of you have that as a specific dream. Stick with me. But some of you hear this, these kinds of things. You go, yeah, I, I really get it. I understand how to make my dreams come to pass, but I don't know what my dreams are. And for some of you, you don't know exactly what God wants to do with you. Now, for some of you, you know exactly, and for me, I've known since I was, you know, just a kid. I, I, I've told you the story before. I wanted to be a, uh, a minister since I was about seven or eight years old, but I didn't know what that meant, and, and the, the area I'm from, I thought that meant I had to shave my head, be a monk, wear a robe, and go live on a mountaintop in a, in a castle with no electricity and other monks that were really weird guys and walk around muttering all day long through our gardens. <laughs> trying to figure out until I'd gained enough information to be able to make an impact somewhere. I thought that's what it meant, and I was willing to do that. Now, I got the shaving my head part down. Come on, somebody. I, I really, I was willing to do that, whatever it took, all right? And so for some of you, I want you to understand something. I'm going to give you the easiest way I know to understand what God wants to do with you. What your dream is, and then we're going to jump right into this. The Bible says, you see, some of you have things 
dreams, ambitions, desires on the inside of you. We call that in your heart. It's not in your head. Those things come and go. You know, you see a piece of, uh, my son uh, Isaiah right now is really into cheesecake. I don't understand why, but he is into cheesecake. And so every morning he's like, dad, can we get a cheesecake? And I'm like, well, sure we can get a cheesecake. And then dad, can we learn to make cheesecake? And dad, I want to own a cheesecake factory. And Go figure out why. I finally just bought him some cream cheese and set it in a plop in his plate and said, here you go, have fun. So, um, But, you know, those things come and go. You know, how many, of you, how many of you guys, when you were 16 years old, wanted a Corvette? Come on, raise your hand real big. Or a sports car, big, fast sports car of some type or another. Yeah, have a family. You'll, that, you'll, you'll get over that really quick. Those things come and they go. You know, you can only jam seven people in a Corvette or a, a, you know, for so long before you go, I think I need a, a something bigger. And so they're fun to have, but those things come and go. But I'm talking about those things that get, are inside of you. It's almost like it's, it's part of you. It's almost like it's your arm or it's your leg. It's more you than you are. You know, your clothes change, but it doesn't change. Your, 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 you know, your situation, the weather changes, but you don't change. You change jobs, but it doesn't change. Something inside of you dreams that there's something more, just something more to this life Something more than just getting up, going to work, coming home, getting another blockbuster, another red box movie, watching a movie, going to bed to get up the next day to start the whole process over. And I like red box movies. It's just, you know, you have to be selective. But my point is, is that it's more than just the routine. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You were made for bigger than that. Now, I know that for a fact. I know that for an absolute fact, and that's how come I keep talking about dreams. But some people are like, I don't quite understand exactly what it is God wants me to do. I'm going to give it to you right now. Just listen to me so closely. The Bible says that if you seek after him, he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, some of you are saying, yeah, but my heart's empty. I don't have any real desires in it. I don't know what those desires are. No, 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 you don't understand. It doesn't mean he'll give you what's already in there. It means he will place in you desires. Your key, Jesus said it this way. Jesus also spoke of it. That's in the Old Testament. Jesus also spoke of it. He said, seek ye first the, his kingdom and his, or God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What things? Your dreams, your ambitions, the things you need to get through life. Because it doesn't do you any good to have big ambitions and have zero resources to fill them. Come on, somebody. I mean, you know, if my dream is to transport 600 people to church every week, that I'm going to drive around, I'm going to have a fleet of buses, but I look in, I've got a pocket full of change and I don't have a bus, I don't have enough resources to fill my dream. How many of you understand that? So it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. What things? The things to fill your dreams. He's speaking specifically about food, clothing, and shelter. You need those things in order to fill. But here's the thing. As you seek him, he gives you the desire of your heart. He places a desire inside of you. 
as you seek him. Now, for some of us that are called to ministry, that's very clear and very defined. I understand that I'm different than a lot of people, but I don't understand. And, and, and excuse me if I don't. I, I mean this honestly. Sometimes it's so clear to me, I don't understand that it's not clear to other people. And maybe I got ahead of myself in this series. But I think for many of you that you do have a big dream. And I think that big dream is probably very clear. What's not so clear is the way to fulfill it. And so you're not sure whether it's God's dream for you. Now, what do I mean by that? You turn on the TV and you see starving children in another foreign country, and they show this stuff occasionally. And you see that, and your heart just goes, oh my gosh, I want to help them, but I don't have $700 million to send them, or $7 million, or $70 to send them. Well, your heart is crying out for something. You have a resource problem. You don't have a heart problem. I've had people say this to me. You see a pastor that is trying to to build something, and we are, and you go, you know what? It would be great if we had a different building, and it would. This is a great building, but gosh, you got to walk down an alley to get there. Come on. I mean, it, it feels a little funny sometimes. And so... And it looks, and everybody says the same thing. I say, yeah, we've, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about another property, and I said, this had nothing to do with this place, but I said, yeah, we're in a place right now that's 3,500 square feet, and they said, there's no way there's that kind of space in here. There is, because the building is an L, and it hides behind itself. And so people think that there's like seven people crowded in this little place, and they're like afraid because, you know, they've, they've heard, it's got a, a name called Vineyard, and it's a Vineyard Church, it's, but they, they're thinking, wow, are those people drunk in there or what? I mean, what's going on, you know? What is happening here? And so You have to understand. You have to understand. Sometimes some people say to me, Scott, I want to build you a building. Listen, dream in the heart. You hear that? Dream in the heart. But the people who say that to me are broke. Come on, somebody. God, send me a billionaire, please. Lord, did you hear that? So the dream is big, but the opportunity sometimes is small. That's why I'm trying to help you with. So I want you to understand something. Some of your dreams are as simple, as simple as organizing your life. Some of you would like to get up and just have a normal day. Just a normal day. I'm going to preach on something here in a minute. Just a normal day. But your life is structured such that your days are not normal and you're like, in your heart, you're like, gosh, I just want to quit being dysfunctional. I just want to make a difference somewhere, maybe for me, so that I can get my stuff together so I can go help somebody else just a little. I don't have to move mountains. I don't have to stop up, up, up rivers. I don't have to create lakes. I don't have to swim the ocean. I don't have to climb the highest mountain. I just like to have a normal day. Stick with me. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know exactly why God interrupts this, but we have a second service you can stay for and hear the rest of this. And so we're dreaming big, but people seem to be stuck in small spaces. And I don't think it's that you don't know you have dreams. I think it's that you don't see the resources to fill them. I really believe that. 
I really believe the same God that speaks to me and puts dreams in my heart that are so big, there is no way that I can fill them. Puts the same dreams in your heart that are so big, there is no way you can fill them. I just know it. I know it. If I've ever known anything. Some people really want to have their own business. You've worked all your life. And it sounds so shallow, but it's not because you can employ people and you can change lives and you can pay people and you can hug people. And you can love their families and you can make an impact in people. Some of you need to be teaching Sunday school because you can see in your heart you surrounded by eight or ten kids that are stuck on your every word. I was seven years old. I had moved into this new house, and there was this guy that lived two houses down, and he was old. When I was seven years old, he was probably close to 90, and he was just an old sailor. He had been in World War II and probably World War I for all I know. I don't know. This was in the 70s. And so this guy, two doors down, and I can remember this to this day. I want to show you impact. This is impact in the natural. He says to me, he says, Boy, get, get your friends together. I'll show you guys something. And I did, and he pulled out a newspaper, and he folded it, and he turned it into a big hat. I mean, it was a big old hat, and he put it on his head for a second, and they took it off, and he turned it, and he folded it one more time, and it became a ship. And then he said, I'll tell you the story, and he told this story about how the ship went on a cruise, and it was wild, and they tore off the front, and then it tore off the back, and then it tore off the top, and he tore all this, this, these ends off of this, this ship that he'd made out of newspaper. And then when he was done, he said he unfolded it, and it was a shirt, it was in the shape of a shirt. He said the only thing left was the, was the shirt, the captain's shirt at the end of the, of the um, voyage. Now, I can remember that like it was yesterday. And it's more than 10 years ago. Come on, somebody, because I'm not that old. All right, come on. Now, we're going to get back to the sermon here in a minute. I can remember that like it's yesterday. And here's the thing. He's just a nice old guy. It wasn't anything real spiritual, Come on, I mean, a, a newspaper, an old story, and, and, a, and a sailor that was trying to, to impact some little kids with some fun, you know? How many of you ever were out on a hot day, listen to me closely, and you were, you, and a next-door neighbor come out, watch this, and a next-door neighbor came out and gave you some lemonade, some water, some something cool to drink, and you remember that to this day? How many of you? There's hands all over. Listen to me. It wasn't real spiritual. Can you imagine if you did that and then you said, by the way, kids, Jesus loves you. And that's all you added? That impact with that. See, some of you have visions and dreams of helping all kinds of kids. You just see yourself with 8 or 10 or 12 kids. You don't even know who they are around you. And you're like, I just want to bless these kids. I just want to make a difference in these kids. Can you please make sure the air conditioning is on? I want to make sure. that, And I want to bless these kids and help them. I want to make a difference, and that dream's in your heart, but you're looking at it, and you're going, but I work all day, I have my own kids, I get home at night, I'm tired, I don't know what to do, I, you know, it, I, you're not supposed to contact people after work, and all this, you know, you can only text now, I mean, what happened to making a phone call? I don't understand that, you know, you, get, you can only text now, and so I, all this stuff is going on in your life. But you have a dream inside, and it's hard to recognize because you don't have the resources to fill it. So you don't have a dream problem. What is it you would do right now if I paid all your bills for the next two years? 
If I pulled you in, I said, you're now part of my family. I'm going to give you a place in the basement. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a nice little apartment. I'm going to pay all your bills for two years. And your only ambition, your only dream is, and I'm going to give you whatever you need. You want to go to school? I'll pay for you to go to school. If you want, you want to, ch- you want to chase down uh, uh, evangelists, I'll, have, I'll help you go there. If you do, what, do you want to... Uh, uh, have a ministry in which you stand up on the corner and stand up on the soapbox and preach to people, I'll give you that. I don't care what it is, I'll give it to you. Now, if I said that to you, some of you would sit back, most of you would sit back and go, oh gosh, that's exactly what I've needed. Now I have free time to fill what's in my heart. Very few of you would say, "Ah, I don't know what I'm going to do. Some of you might for the first time ever pick up a guitar and learn how to play it. Because you've had that in you for years. It doesn't have to be something super spiritual. I'm not talking about evangelizing the whole world. I'm talking about God using you to make you into what he wants you to be. Because if you can play, you can come up here and play. Because in this church, everybody gets to play. That was a John Wimber saying. It's not just one guy that prays for the sick here. It's not just one guy that speaks here. It's not just one guy that plays music here. It's not just one guy. It's everybody. You have a ministry. You are the ministry. So quit looking at your resource and thinking that's your dream. I know people that are in the wrong job. Stick with me. I know people that are in the wrong job and they're like, God's not filling my dreams. I'm in the wrong job. I'm in the wrong job. God's not filling my dreams. Yes, He is. Yes, he is. Because he's not working on your job, he's working on you. That's just a condition. That's like saying, I'm in the wrong shirt. I don't have the right shirt on. God can't use me. I don't have the right shirt. Change your shirt. Oh, my shoes. Gosh, I'm in the wrong shoes. I'm in tennis shoes and I'm going to a fine dinner. Change your shoes. So we've been talking about Elisha, and Elisha has done all these great things with with dreams. And I said all that so that you can identify what you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do, because I want you to be all you can be. That's what this church is all about. It's about having the kingdom expressed through you. And when I say expressed, expressed requires pressure. And when you're squeezed, what comes out? If you're an orange and you're squeezed, orange juice comes out. If you're a Christian and you're squeezed, Christ should come out. If you're squeezed and you get under pressure and the devil comes out, guess who you've been hanging out with? Come on now. You've been listening to a message from Vineyard Community Church in downtown London, Kentucky at 220 West 5th Street. We invite you to come and join us. Our gathering times are 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. And Wednesday night, we have meal and a message night at 7 p.m. Great things are happening at Vineyard and everyone is welcome here.